Welcome back to uh, another episode. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Um, this time, I'm going to take, I'm going to make an intentional effort to stop saying um and you know. As I begin listening back <clears throat> to the episodes, I realized just how much I say, uh, and, you know. <laughs> I apologize for that. This time, also, as I'm growing in this podcast, and I appreciate you guys growing in this podcast with me, I am video recording, and what I hope to do is start releasing this um on, on the website and, and hope, I don't know, maybe even do a stream. Um, but I'm interested in your feedback if you think that's something worth doing. Uh, if not, you know, that's fine. Uh, you know, if you think, uh, if, you know, let me know. I'm just starting this out. So your feedback is critically important to helping me gauge whether I'm a lunatic. <laughs> if if what I'm talking about is accurate, if, if I'm being realistic if if I'm getting something wrong, I need to know. I, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be a fool. I don't think anybody wants to be a fool, right? So, this episode, I want to talk about uh, the God, well, in among other things, the Gospel of Thomas. I spoke about it in prior episodes, and if you're not familiar with the Gospel of Thomas, it is, it is what I guess they call a, a Gnostic, G-N-O-S-T-I-C, Gnostic, the Gnostic people, Gnostic Gospels, um, that were, it, it was specifically excommunicated from the Christian church, the Catholic Christian church, um, as I said, it, I said, um, as Rome began taking over the Christian narrative, adopting the Christian narrative, becoming Roman Christians, but we're still in charge. Uh, so that's how that went down. The Gospel of Thomas dates back <clears throat> scholars, the people who debunk myth and Christian doctrine and say, that's BS. These people are, well, <laughs> some. <laughs> the the archaeology, the science, the actual truth of these documents, scholars are looking at and going, this looks like legitimate uh, legitimate records. And they are, and they look back at historical records, and, and there are references to this gospel that has been dated to about the 300s. There are references in first century writings to this text. So that's how they know that this text has been around. And it's also 
in the record that that the the bishops or the you know whoever it was Constantine I don't know um, I I think they're jerks for doing it uh, whoever it was in the Roman Empire that you know started to take over the Christian narrative and they they cut this out they cut this out why did they cut this out if you start to look through this it and the reason is clear because it doesn't line up with their little doctrine that they're pushing this is the straight and narrow this is what we go with we're not doing anything else it's it's you gotta you gotta save the brand got to save the brand it it challenges some fundamental things in the christian faith well not really but it's 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 in it's neat stuff the gospel of thomas here's one see if this sounds familiar gospel uh, you know number 34 jesus said if a blind man <clears throat> leads a blind man they will both fall into a pit That's the, the principle behind that statement seems clear, right? If if the person you're following doesn't have a clue, uh, you're both going to get messed up. That's how that works, right? So Jesus had like real world principles. And if we look directly at the words of Jesus, without all the doctrine and the religion and the you know pomp and circumstance this mind of man that we get all wrapped up in if we look at the words jesus was saying where he's like uh you know do you guys just love each other okay just love one another this is this is it you want it this is my commandment love one another love one another that your joy may be full right and it's so simple but we get it so messed up so jesus knew and if you look at his words it all lines up it all adds up to that one thing it's just love one another and he's trying to explain psychological principles with the words that he had available to him in his time today i think uh a lot of people take the english language for granted especially people who grow up in an english-speaking culture it is a diverse and descriptive and and it, it, it can be a precise language far more precise than the words of his day things were written in the bible in metaphor and analogy and 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 using imagery for concepts psychological concepts even it's he was coming at the world how he could with what he had just like you and i just like you and i he he never claimed any sort of deity what he claimed was, I, listen, I figured this out. We all just have to love each other. And when you, when you truly, <clears throat> that's what he was saying too. When, when you follow this way, 
Because even when you realize and understand what it is, you can still just treat it with surface attention. I th I'm guilty. I I'm not living the life in the way that Jesus said. I I'm, I'm looking at it, though, and I'm discovering it. And I'm trying to. I'm trying to. And one of the things he said to do was... When this gets in you and you start to understand and you start to wake up to this and you start to recognize what he was really saying and how it really does click and start to make our minds clear and the path before us clear and saves us from ourselves and to the point that we wake up and we start to see the heaven before us. When you start to catch on to that, which I am catching on to, you have to share it. Why, why wouldn't you share it? Why would not? Why wouldn't, you know, I found something that's awesome and it makes me feel good and it's so real and it's something tangible. I can be so, you know, it's something useful and practical and, and does, in fact, make things better for the people around me. Why would you not share that? You have to. It's this. It's this. The well. The the eternal spring of life. See, Jesus was talking in metaphors to trying to trying to get through our thick cro magnon skulls. <laughs> Woman, <laughs> meat. <laughs> you know, get through this this person that we are collectively. You know, I keep saying, you know, and um, sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. <clears throat> That's what we need to do. That's what Jesus was saying. But the church wants to get us all confused with, oh, well, you got to believe that he, he died. You got to believe that he was raised from the dead and whisked off into heaven. We're going a little off left left field from what Jesus was talking about, aren't we? He had to. I mean, you know, it it worked. His name has been around for two thousand years, and people have recognized and and been reminded that that what he was talking about was super duper important, and that's gone on for two thousand years. So, I guess in a way it's worked. There's a purpose for everything. Everything happens for a reason. Um, but the fact that we have it today, uh, you know, I just said, uh, you know. <laughs> if a blind man leads a blind man, they will both fall into a pit. So, that's true of you preachers out there who have been propping up this doctrine doctrine and and promoting it as fact it's one thing to speak in images and metaphor it's another thing entirely to ask somebody to believe in something that's not real uh, would Jesus condone that? I don't think so. 
besides that, it's the truth of this that sets us free. Are we really trying to save people? Or are we trying to get people in the seats, raising the revenue, so we can do more good works? Right? What are we doing? It's not that the works are bad, but if that's our focus, if we're not focused on just loving one another and being kind and caring and considerate and compassionate and being love, a.k.a. God, the spirit of love in action, that's, that's it. That's what we're designed to do. That's where the salvation, you know, that's, that's what it is. And now listen to understanding that, right? Understanding that, that God is love and we're supposed to just be loving people and we're supposed to get that, that, that way of love in our hearts. Genuine, just see genuine love, not the hokey, not, you know, uh, every, people have a right to be completely and entirely skeptical of of the Christian faith today. Uh, absolute people do so many things wrong they, they get they don't understand it. They got it messed up, but they're they're pushing this thing as though they're the authority. But they're not. They're false prophets even if they don't know it. Some of them are are absolutely well-meaning, well-intentioned people putting forth what the people around them are telling him, yes, this is good. Yes, this is what we're supposed to preach. Yes, this is how you say it. If you have any questions about how to say what to say, ask us. We'll tell you. And there are people that go along with that. And and again, it's not that religious. Churches do good work. Religions and, uh, and faith-based initiatives are raw. Faith-based initiatives that we can add to a line item, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not that they don't do good work. That's not the problem. The problem is we put all that stuff ahead of just loving, loving each other. Just loving each other. But when you start to look at the, the scriptures through this understanding of what he was trying to actually teach us, and when we were, if we really start to try and live that way really live that way not not like surface not like 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 really take it on like like really be that way because you have to to get the salvation you can't <laughs> you can't be like well yeah i understand what it means i'm saved <laughs> that's no matter of fact once you understand it once you understand it, if you don't, if you don't, it's going to drive you crazy. It's going to drive you crazy. It'll ruin you. And that's what happens. It'll ruin you if you don't understand it and you don't live that way. Right? So, in, in verse 37 of this Gospel of Thomas, and tell me this doesn't sound just like Jesus. There, no other, nowhere else in the world Nowhere else in the world do you find text with this kind of simplicity and power. Uh, you just don't. You just, I haven't. 
people don't he 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 has a certain tone to to what is anyway his disciples said this is verse 37 his disciples thomas right his disciples said when will you become revealed to us and when shall we see you jesus said when you disrobe without being ashamed and you take up your garments and place them under your feet like little children and tread on them then will you see the son of the living one and you will not be afraid we're so wrapped up in our minds right but in that that's he's describing he's describing the the garden of eden how it was in the beginning right when before we ate of the tree of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil and we thought we just knew what was best and that we had it all figured out and they were going to tell you all about it and if you have something that i want then i'm just going to go conk you on the head with a rock uh you know uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to be conscious of it. <clears throat> but Jesus isn't advocating, clearly. He's not advocating everybody run around naked. That's the answer. Like the 60s. <laughs> Man, we missed such an opportunity. Such an opportunity as, as a society. And, and just... A generation on drugs <laughs> to really adopt this way but that culture and that society and that mind of man and that selfish way that beast that exists in every single one of us if we don't keep it in check it turned what some people were waking up to this Love is the answer. But then it went then it spilled over to we can just do whatever we want. And that became that, you know, that turned into bad things. It's not that some people didn't didn't operate, you know, you know, in a positive manner it's that a lot of bad stuff came from it too it's that beast we have to choose we have to choose this way and he said the way to do this the way to make this happen is bring the little kids to this show the kids this way Stop pushing that mind of man stuff on your kids. I'm guilty. I, I my kids are on Facebook. I talk to the kids on Facebook. You know, pass memes back and forth. We're we're real average people, and the technology is super cool. It's 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 not that the tech. 
It's not that the industry, it's not that the institutions are bad. That's not it. The problem is we put those things ahead in our minds, in our minds and in our hearts, ahead of just loving, loving God, the spirit of love, the universal vibe or whatever you want to call it. Love God. We have to put that love first. First. And when we do, and not not like on the surface first, not like I see, there it is right there. I even shaved it in the side of my head. That's not it. That's the that's the Pharisees. That's the that's the selfish surface thinking. That's that's what we're trying to move away from. <laughs> we're trying to invite peace and love and hope. And the thing is, you, when I say it's a salvation, it, people we we have a fast food society. We expect I did this, I did this. I did this. I win. Level up, right? Well, it's not it's not it's not like that. This is a journey. It's something once you choose it, you actively have to pursue it and try to live it and study read read the words of Jesus and it all it starts to make sense. Invest your time in in trying to understand garbage in garbage out you you get out what you put in these are universal principles these are things that jesus said i mean and blessed are the poor for yours is the kingdom of heaven because they're not enslaved to all that conjuring mental, they're not slaves to all that. The poor who live out in the, you know, the Amazon tribes, people are wholly unaware of. They're just out there chilling out, hanging out, barbecuing every day, hanging out. Out in the forest, camping. What a life, right? Return to the Garden of Eden. It's not. It's not so complicated. And Jesus articulated it in a way that threatened, threatened the government and threatened society. And it wasn't intentional. It's not that he meant to be controversial. He. It just is. It just is this this thought and this way, it 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 doesn't jive with capitalism, and that's where it is. That that's where the rub is. I mean, it's not just capitalism as an as an ideology. It's everything that goes along with it. It's it's that self-centeredness. What kind of society is built off of a a fundamental basis that in order to in order to successfully navigate 
in order to successfully navigate this 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 culture and to do very well what you have to do is take more from someone else than you give to them in return right but why why would we do that what what's the point in doing that why why do we do jesus would be like no just love one another but we don't we we literally have uh we are worshiping a system honoring above all else this system built on the premise that we should screw over our neighbor And the most successful people in the world are the ones who are the best at it. Yay! Look how much billions and trillions of dollars are. Yay! <laughs> but at the same time, those jerks, why don't they share something with me? Yay! We're insane. We're insane as a society. And I think Jesus would look at today's culture, at today's world, and especially today's Christians, and just be like, what the is going on? This is not what I had in mind. What are you guys doing? I don't get it. Well, so this has been the first episode with a video. I think I've probably run about 20 minutes or something. I don't know. If you think the, the episodes should be longer or shorter or you think I should keep my day job and quit trying to do this and let me know. But I think I think what I'm turn, what I've turned on to is super duper super duper super duper important for people to understand. Because once you get this in you and and it's rational, it's practical. It's something I can wrap my mind. It, it's not that it has to be able to be something I can wrap my own mind around in order for me to believe it. That's that's not it. This makes sense. This this is true. It's like you don't need to drink the whole bottle to know that the wine is good, right? So, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining with me in the experiment of trying to do a video podcast um pardon the scant decor i dig it i'm just gonna roll with it if you don't like it <laughs> we're not here it's not it's not about me it's not about this it's not about it's about the message it's about the message and if and if you can if you you if you can get this message and understand it in your heart and start to apply it in your own life I guarantee guarantee you guarantee you it will change your life for the better guarantee but you have to choose it you have to you have to choose it I can't choose it for you I can't give it to you all I can do is share it all I can do is share it, and it's up to you whether or not you want to pick it up. And, and, I don't want your money. Keep your money. I don't want it. Share this message. Because 
that's going to change our world for the better. That's how we're going to get to where we need to be as a society. There, there are better days ahead. And, you know, hopefully together we'll get there.